Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Big 12 Football and Beyond for this Thursday, March 5th, as we are moseying along here in what we call the scouting season, uh, the draft preparation season, uh, spring practices starting up around the country in college football. We've got recruiting information, so a lot going on in the world of college football, as we have done this week we're going to spend a lot of time kind of going over players within the conference that performed well or just give observations that necessarily perform well, but observation of how they looked at the scouting combine when I was there last week. So we're going to get into a lot of that. Well, as a just a little bit of recruiting news, a little bit of coaching news, but going to be focused a lot on uh, news around the scouting combine nationally. Not a lot of big news of the day uh, in terms of a national college football. Uh, an update a little bit. I should say that um, it looks like Ohio State's Master Teague's going to be out a little while, um, all of the spring, and uh, but they do expect him back for um, the fall practice. Uh, Colorado is hired uh, well-regarded um, quarterback coach Danny Langsdorf uh, to coach that position. Um, and Wisconsin's hired former Green Bay Packer, wide receiver coach Alvin Wittett, uh, to their um, staff. And uh, wishing good thoughts to Mackenzie Milton, um, South Florida product, that obviously coming off a major, major knee injury, hoping he's doing well. Michael Irvin's son, Michael Irvin Jr., transferring from the U., uh, that's some of the news around, and you can catch uh, more of those details over at uh, LandryFootball.com in the uh, the college football notebook of today. Um, want to remind you again, if you have not signed up for getting this podcast to your phone, sign up for Landry Football's conference call wherever you get your podcast. Uh, get signed up and. Uh, that way it'll get to you. You'll get this show, and you'll get the pro football show. Um, 
some trades, a couple of trades today in the NFL. We'll get to that in the pro show, so you make want to make sure you switch over to that um, after you get done with this show. And LandryFootball.com is where you absolutely want to join at this time of year. More on that in a second. But you can get all the detailed film room information. Got our free agent uh, reports up with the free agent boards and uh, player grade boards around the league. Um, and certainly working towards our uh, draft boards and scouting reports there. So you want to check that out over at LandryFootball.com, a scouting season offer that's uh, the best offer we've ever had. So take advantage of that. And then I want to remind you about our great folks at 401k Generation that are bringing you this great podcast and the Pro Football Podcast each and every day. Uh, They're licensed in all 50 states, which makes them a great fit for wherever you're listening to this podcast from around the continent of the United States. They are the financial experts that can guide you through any questions you might have, help you reach any goals you might have, uh, help you get any second opinions that you might need with regard to your financial investments, money management, just wanting to make sure that you're on track to your financial goals. Eddie Rojas and his team of financial professionals at 401k Generation is who you need to call at 1-866-998-5879. You can also text them. That number again is 1-866-998-5879. Just give them a ring, give them a text, learn a little bit more about what they do, tell them that we sent you. And if you have a business, and we've got uh, some some things we're working on. TJ's always working behind the scenes and figuring out ways to help us grow. And we have been contacted by a couple of folks that are interested in becoming a member of our team as well. So if you're interested in promoting your business, branding your business and yourself, we can absolutely help you do that. We're looking for the good fits. And if you feel you and your business are the right fit, go to LandryFootball.com. Hit contact Chris and uh, let us know. I'll get TJ to get in touch with you. That's also where you want to go to send a question. We've got one today in the NFL that we'll get into the pro football show. But uh, you can send it to that as well and we'll address any question on college football. Now, um, as I get started, before I get started to discuss college news of the day, something that I've been meaning to get to um, and should have gotten to on Tuesday's show, um, but was on my mind, and uh, I just want to certainly give thoughts and prayers out as we have this happen all too often in the country, around the world, uh, tragedies that take place at uh, the tornado that uh, tornado that took place in Nashville, Tennessee, a place that I called home, uh, lived there when I was working with the Titans. Folks are really struggling, and it is devastating. Um, The force of Mother Nature is um, humbling, terrifying, and what happened is very difficult um, to see and for people to go through far, far worse. Um, 20 years ago, or thereabouts, um, I was, a similar thing happened. Uh, 
in Nashville getting ready for the draft. It was in, I think, March, um, maybe later in March, and was at the Titans facility, which was a uh, facility in Bellevue at the time, which is the west part of town, and uh, it was uh, ended up being was out uh, in the draft room and and coming out to get something in my office, which is right just around the draft room, right around the corner. And um, as I remember, it was pretty early in the morning, just barely coming up daylight, not not quite daylight, and I could see something in a green form, sky being kind of green, was very unusual. And looking out where it came out of the draft room and looking to the left, you could see this big, big window that we had. And it was sounding so bad and with that train sound that we associate with tornadoes and a look that, uh, I don't know, first thing was I ducked right back into the draft room and uh, no one else was there because he had no windows in the draft room. And I'm thinking, sadly, the first thing I'm thinking is, oh, God, what's going to happen to setting? I had all these draft draft board set up, and that gets destroyed. I don't know why I wasn't thinking about something more serious, but that's what I was thinking. So it was, and that did some devastation. And going, it did not do anything. It did not hit our building, but there was a lot of damage at that time. And Obviously, they're going through it again. Um, you know, we offer our prayers and our hopes to folks in times like this. You know, but maybe we can do more. Um, <clears throat> it, it, there's going to be a time, maybe in a couple of days or a week, where people are going to forget about not maybe forget, but it's going to be off the front page. Something else is going to happen, and some of these people that are suffering are going to be forgotten. So what I'd like to do, it's maybe a little thing. Um, a few years ago, we had floods in my hometown of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and there's a group here called the Cajun Navy, and they were – bunch of guys and a lot of them that are sportsmen that had boats and they literally went out in boats and saved pets and people on rooftops and when the floods took place in Houston and when they had issues in Mississippi and Alabama and Florida they've gone out not only to search and rescue and help but they have formed um, a group where they have access to a couple of huge big trucks you know those 18-wheeler trucks that will ship supplies. And um, they're not too far from where I live. And, and going to the Walmarts and Targets to buy toiletries and supplies, um, been able to do that. And they're, they're in contact with the people in the cities where the storms take place of what the needs are. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's, it's bleach, it's deodorant, it's toothpaste, it's just little things. And so I'd always try to, whatever I could do, 25 50 bucks, 100 bucks, have extra stuff that I would buy, put in the trunk, drive it, and uh, literally, you know, box it up and put it in so that when the next trip went down, 
Um, it, it's nothing wrong with giving money, but I'm always leery that is the money going to help the people in service. So anyway, those people are going to be involved in helping the folks in Nashville. So what I want to do is make the commitment um, that I'll be doing this for the foreseeable future anyway. But if you do want to join LandryFootball.com, any membership that you join, you don't need to designate it. But if you want to help folks and you don't have way a way to get money, if you do and you can get money or supplies to people that are in need, do it. Forget about this. But if you don't, if you're not from that area and you maybe can't reach out and help them, if you want to know that a hundred percent of your efforts is going to go directly to people that need it, I'm uh, going to give fifty um, percent of all memberships to LandryFootball.com to uh, buying supplies for those folks. So if you join, for example, a membership to LandryFootball.com for a year, it's now forty nine ninety nine for the year. Um, that's 25 of that dollars is just uh, – that's an extra 25 bucks I'll spend on supplies that are needed. And we're going to do that, whether it's just bottled water or whatever their needs are. I'll do that and uh, not give the money to somebody where we don't know where it's going to go but utilize it. So uh, if that's something you want to do, you don't even need to let me know. I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, but any memberships, um, that's what I'm going to do for the foreseeable future Um 50% membership from LandryFootball.com to help the folks in need. You can try out something that you like in football, and yet no half of it is going to go towards helping somebody in need. So um, Godspeed, and uh, as they're still looking for missing people, it's heartbreaking, and we, we wish them the best, and it is especially tough for a place that uh, I once called uh, my home. So as tough as the transition is, let's get into some Big 12 information around the country. Um, a little transfer news and a little recruiting news before we get into some scouting combine information. Uh, Texas Tech junior running back Deshaun Henry has entered the transfer portal. The little back, you might have remembered, 5'7", 185, really a schedule to, I think, increase his workload in 2020, so I'm not quite sure why he's leaving, but, you know, I thought he moved well. He had uh, 681 yards and 11 touchdowns, 161 carries last year, 22 receptions each of the past couple of years. Um, you know, um, perhaps they want to find uh, another opportunity, but I thought he was really adjusting pretty well to Matt Wells' staff, but he is transferring recruiting news. Um, three-star tight end, Ben Polsma, good-looking kid, uh, the 2021 class, of course, is going to take an official visit to Kansas. It's 6'5", 220, a lot of growth room, not a lot of power five interest, but I think he's a little bit of a sleeper. I think I know Oklahoma State and Minnesota were interested. SMU, because um, he's a Cypress, Texas kid. Um, he's a top 100 player in the state of Texas, so it's a good get for Kansas at this point, and I'm uh, hoping for their sake that they can hold on to him. Um, uncommitted four-star athlete Jansen Dunn is going to take a official visit to Oklahoma in April. Six-two-one-nut-seventy-nine. Um, it's his first time visiting Oklahoma. 
Uh, Miami, Tennessee, and Louisville are, are also schools in the mix. Really good athlete. Like him more at corner. Um, he's from um, the Bowling Green area, Kentucky, and uh, one one of the top two, three players in the state of Kentucky. Um, so uh, let's see. He look, he's looking. He's on pace to have a summertime commitment. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Some coaching news within the conference this past week. Uh, cornerback coach Van Malone is adding titles of assistant head coach and passing game coordinator in 2020. Safeties coach Joe Klanderman uh, making a move up to D.C. So um, they're giving some increased responsibilities. I've got a question I'm going to answer over on the pro side about assistant head coaches and what it means. It's a little bit more of an impact in college where you might have more of a role when head coaches away recruiting and, and uh, you, normally your head coach, assistant head coaches, usually somewhere around. Uh, the roles are a little different, but giving these responsibilities are sometimes rooted in just the ability to give guys a promotion and a little added um, bonus financially. Um, also, some off-the-field issues. Kansas State redshirt sophomore Wayne Jones, defensive back, was arrested for possession of marijuana. He's one of five Kansas State players to be arrested this past week. Um, it's not all different instances, so it's, um, it's a little bit disturbing to see what they're doing there with, um, with a nice, with a, with a, with a bad run, I should say, of, of um, bad activity. BYU, throw them in, in kind of the region. Sometimes we talk about them in the Pac-12 show. I want to mention them here. <clears throat> Redshirt freshman Keanu Hill is going to miss spring practice with a shoulder injury. Expected to be ready in um, camp practice <clears throat> in the summer. Um, this is – he's a reserve receiver. That's not one of the top two at this point, but a solid player. Three-star kid out of the 2019 class. Um, also, the running back, Sione Fanawa, with a knee injury, is expected to miss spring. Torres, um, ACL during a practice ahead of uh, the UMass game in November. So he's going to be out of spring. Um, and Richard sophomore quarterback, Baylor Romney, has resumed running after being limited due to a foot injury, 6'2", 195, was limited down the stretch due to a turf toe. Uh, he's in the top three in competition for the quarterback job with Zach Wilson having recovered from a shoulder injury. Um, Jaron Hall, uh, also in the mix, will be playing baseball too. So, um, Former Kansas redshirt junior running back Dominic Williams has transferred to Northern Iowa, former three-star kid, um, one of the top 75 players in the state of Kansas in 17. A good player, not a great one, is probably going to end up being in a better situation uh, over there. Texas Tech linebacker Evan Rambo has retired from football. He's had a tough go of it with a knee injury, um, so we wish him well. And then uh, finally, and before we get into some combine news, Texas, uh, Joshua Moore has pleaded no contest of misdemeanor weapons charge um, last Thursday. He was suspended for the entire 2019 season 
after he was arrested August 1st um, with this issue. So provided he stays out of trouble, completes 60 hours of community service, um, he will uh, not enter a guilty finding. So we'll um, we'll see how that plays out going forward and what it means for any potential college career he may have. Um, now, on to the combine and what happened and draft information with draft prospects around the league. Um, I'm going to go in kind of a little, not necessarily in a particular order, pretty much as I made notations about players in my notebook during the course of the week. But uh, certainly one of the better players are from Oklahoma, too, or from Oklahoma, Neville Gallimore, ran very well at the Combine. 4.79. Um, he's really an athletic marvel. I thought he moved well, was very impressive. Um, at 6.2304, very impressive. We talked uh, about heading into the Combine of him and as well as some other players, particularly a lot of receivers, that were going to be a focus point. C.D. Lamb has, you know, got the big play ability. He ran the 40 and 4.5. Um, you know, some will say, boy, he didn't break 4.5. The guy's quick. He runs under balance. Um, great after-catch ability. And uh, I think he's going to be a really good player and I think can be a, a, a potential number one receiver in this league. Definitely a high-quality number two. And I think he's going to go – really high in this draft and be very, very effective. Uh, another Oklahoma player, Kenneth Murray, the linebacker. MRI revealed only a minor hamstring um, as he pulled it in the testing Saturday. He pulled up midway through his second attempt on the 40, uh, but it's not serious. He measured in at 6'2", 241. It looks like he's going to be on track to work out on the pro day March 11th, so we'll keep an eye out on that. Um but he ran 4.52 in the first one and, again, pulled up on the second one. Um, he's was not able to do anything else. Um, he did the vertical comes before the 40. He vertical 38 and broad jump 129. <coughs> he did have a lot of impressive interviews. I know the Packers in particular are interested. They're focused and working a lot with them and, on uh, finding the right type of linebacker for him as they've got some needs there. Uh, Baylor's James Lynch has been another popular guy that had a number of teams interested in looking at him. 6'4", 289. I think he's a day-two player that's got a lot of ability. Going to be fun where he goes. Um, A.J. Green, Oklahoma State's corner, ran 4'6", 13 in the bench, 6'1", 190. Um, he's was good player there. He's more of a late round guy, though. He's going to be limited in his overall coverability. <laughs> Back to Baylor, the safety Chris Miller ran the forty and four six two. We work these guys out in groups, so sometimes if I'm going a little bit back and forth with teams, uh, it's just kind of as the positions come along. But he ran the forty and four six two at five eleven one ninety was not real impressive in terms of his speed. But he's a very productive player in college. Um, guy's going to be a little coverage deficient. Um, SMU safety Rodney Clemens, again in the region, ran 471. Also disappointing time uh, at 6 feet 209. Um, 
what we've got to do on on guys like that. They they look a little quicker on tape than this is why we time these guys. Um, we got to rework them at the pro day and see if they can improve their time and and determine is it a bad day or not or is that who they are. Um, he did have 21 reps in the bench. He hit a vertical 33 and a half and a broad jump of 118. Pretty average as well. So you usually can tell by the explosiveness. The broad jump and the vertical kind of gives you a little bit of an indicator. Um, so not sure that he's going to be. Uh, I think he's a late-round pick coming in. It's probably what Clemens is going to be. Um, Graylin Arnold from Baylor again uh, ran the 40 and 459. Uh, he ran with the safeties. Um, I think he's a nickel at the next level. He had a broad jump of 120, vertical 33, instinctive player, not great athleticism, shown some ability to return punts, not a guy that's going to do a whole lot um, breakaway at the next level, but a guy that I think's a camp guy, a priority free agent. Uh, Jeff Gladney, who I like a lot out of TCU, the corner, ran 4-4-8 and a 40. Um, very productive guy. Um, he's 5'10", 191, not 6 feet, as he's listed. Um, he's really good ball skills. Very athletic, very flexible. In addition to the 4-4-8, 40, ran, uh, had a 37-and-a-half-inch vertical jump, 124-inch broad jump. Um, so really like him a lot and pay attention to what he can do. Also remember Tulsa's corner, Reggie Robinson ran the 40 and four, 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 um, at 22 reps on the bench. Um, he's one of the bigger corners at six, one, two Oh five. So very impressive. Um, and I think he's really helped himself out a lot. Um, he's long arm. 31 and a half inches, can be a good press corner that can turn and run with folks. His teammate, Travis Gibson, the defensive lineman, uh, may not be very refined in his pass rush technique and use of hands, but, boy, he's got some explosiveness at 6'3", 261. Interesting developmental guy in his own right. Uh, Wyoming linebacker Logan Wilson, wanted to mention him in, in the region, sort of uh, ran the – 40 and 463 at 62241 21 reps in the bench 32 vertical 121 inch broad jump and I think he's got some ability as a mid-round guy uh, Kansas linebacker Azur Kamara ran the 40 and 459 at 63245 long 35 and a half inch arms very athletic um, got a lot of potential they're very raw see him really having an impact on special teams early and I think could be a Sam linebacker at the next level and a very effective one. Montana linebacker Dante Olson uh, is really somebody to remember. Um, he didn't run very well, but, boy, he can jump. He's got 42-inch vertical. He's 6'2", 237. Um, he didn't have as good of a broad jump at 124. Ran 488, as I mentioned, but he's smart. I think he's uh, not a guy that plays as well on his feet that you like. I think he's a short area player. But uh, interesting guy athletically that I think is going to get a chance as a late-round guy. At Texas Tech, a couple of guys 
that worth mentioning. Jordan Brooks, the linebacker, around the 40 and 454. Four. Um, he's, you know, pretty athletic, good movement skills in the workouts. Terrence Steele, the tackle, ran the 40 and 503, very good at 6'6, 312. 27 reps in the bench, 27 and a half inch vertical, kind of average, but that's that's pulling up a lot uh, of 312 and 160, 106 bro, um, inches in the broad jump. Um, his pass protection skills need a lot of work, but he's got some ability to work with here. TCU defensive tackle Ross Blaylock. One of the better defensive tackles, you know, lots of talk about Derek Brown and Javon Kinlaw, but this guy's really good in his own right. Ran four nine seven at six three two ninety, um, and really good looking player with a lot of potential. Baylor's Jamichael Hasty ran the forty in four five five. The twenty yard shuttle went four zero three, um, five eight two zero five, um, thirty nine inch vertical. Very good there. Uh, very smooth in his pedal. Uh, he's, to me, gonna, can be a solid nickel. He can cover the two-way goals at the next level. <clears throat> West Virginia tackle Colton McKivitz ran 5-3-5 at 6-6-3-0-4. Um, not, not great athletic ability. Doesn't play like it. A uh, little bit more short area blocker. Got some physical upper body strength. Not real good lower body skills. TCU running back uh, Darius Anderson ran the 40 and 4.61. Really good three-cone drill. Uh, 4.19, really good. Uh, did a good job at the senior bowl as well. Uh, I think he's got a chance to get drafted, outside chance to make. Um, Sui Oleanu, the other running back, ran 4.66. Um, wasn't all that impressive, but he's a bigger guy, 6'3", 232. Big power back, um, 428, 20-yard shuttle, 25 reps in the bench. Um, so he's a late-round guy that uh, I think can uh, have a chance <clears throat> as a power run back and a, hopefully a special teams guy late. <coughs> Boise State tackle Ezra Cleveland ran uh, the 40 and 494. Um, not Makai Becton type athlete, but really good, 6'6", 311. Uh, he's the only one to crack five seconds. Really impressive, 30 reps in the bench. You know, with good foot quickness, he has a really good athlete. Got a wrestling background, uh, like the way this guy plays, and uh, I think he's very underrated, going to be a very good tackle, and I think start at the next level. Um, the wide receiver at Boise, John Hightower, ran 444. Uh, it's at 6'1", 189. Uh, always remember, uh, the, the times have got to come with a size and, and weight. The, the, that's, you know, what you run is only relative. Uh, a, where you're running it, what surface, and obviously they're all at the combine, but and what, what was your height and weight as well? Jalen Rager, uh, one of the more intriguing players in this draft, in my view, TCU receiver that can be an outstanding slot ran 447 at 511 206 42-inch vertical 130-inch broad jump um you know listen I don't think he was all that happy with 447 I know he can run faster I don't care this this guy is kind of in the 
almost Henry Ruggs range of you know, it can run four three four four. You know, so not an issue there. A lot too much is made out of inaccurately about you know how fast. As long as you meet certain metrics, you're good. And he more than met it. Um, Texas receiver Devin Duvernay, another guy I like, ran the forty and four three nine at five eleven two hundred. Um, he was, along with Antonio Gibson, in that first group of receivers, the best run there. Um, he's, uh, Duvernay, if you don't know, is Kyler Murray's cousin, and he's, uh, I think, going to be an outstanding day three pick And with the, all the receivers in this draft, uh, possibly day two, but more likely day three. A lot of questions I've been asked about with Jalen Hurts. He ran the 40 and 454, 6'1", 222. Ran... Um, Four five four four five nine in that area. Uh, obviously, we know about what he's done from a productivity standpoint. I thought his throwing workout was good. I thought uh, he. We did not ask him to work at another position. He wants to play quarterback. I think that he deserves that opportunity, and I do think he is the type that's willing to do other things to get on the field and help the football team. So I think, you know, he's just going to have to take advantage of the opportunity that's given. And we'll see where he goes and how realistic it is for him to compete for a starting job. And then beyond that, it's more about, you know, can you help the team and do some other things while you're learning the position? He's um, – I've, I've looked at and comped him a lot to Tyrod Taylor – and maybe just a tad better coming out. So we'll see. And I think he's improved his um, his footwork a little bit in the pocket. Um, uh, Curtis Weaver, another Boise State product. Um, very impressive in interviews. Uh, 62-65, good-looking kid. Um, you know, is um, you know a guy that I think can go – in the first round, potentially. So we'll have to see. And then uh, A.J. Green, the, uh, we talked a little bit about him and at Oklahoma State. Didn't run all that well, but an intriguing player nonetheless. I think he's his own corner. That's his best chance. I um, want to remind you, again, that if you want to get more detail about uh, even more Big 12 players through the course of the week, we kind of recap things over the past week. Um, but we got this stuff uh, every day for you over at LandryFootball.com. And the way we try to work this show, as you know by now, is we cover uh, college football on a national level as they're stories that are uh, require that type of attention off the top. That's what we're going to talk about, regardless what region of the country. Uh, we're going to address that, and then we'll kind of get into a recap of the conference over the past week. We've got so much news and notes around the college game because there's so many that there's no way we can get to all of it here in this podcast on a daily basis. So that's why we encourage you to combine listening this with a membership to LandryFootball.com. So, folks, it's very affordable. You can try it out for a month. I mean, it's less than $5 a month if you if you take advantage of the year membership. But you can try it out for a month or three months or whatever the case may be. Uh, with the free agent boards, the free agent scouting reports, the draft boards, the draft scouting reports, um, 
during the summer will really get heavy into breaking down the film of the prospects, the recruiting prospects in the class of 2021. So, so much to get to and a lot there. Uh, a year membership is a calendar year. So it'll take you through all of the draft, all of free agency, all of next football season, all the, the summer um, recruiting uh, evaluations and the roster analysis in college football, the breakdown of the entire college season going into the season and the games during the season and all the way through next year at this time. So great opportunity, scouting season offer, take advantage. And again, we'll distribute 50% of that to help the folks in need in Nashville. Uh, A reminder again, a thanks again to our great friends at 401k generation, Eddie Rojas and his team helping us um, by supporting this program, and you can call or text them at one 998 5879 They're licensed in all 50 states, and they're there to help you answer questions about your financial needs, your goals, get a second opinion. If you don't have someone that you're adv- that's advising you, uh, at least give them a call, hear them out. You might be surprised what they can do for you. So check them out today. Sign up for this podcast, uh, Landry Football's Conference Call, um, as well. So a lot to get to, a lot of reminders. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, One more thing before we head out the door, check out our Pro Football Podcast uh, as well today once you get done with this, as well as check out tomorrow's College Football Show, all the latest around the world of college football, Pac-12 football and beyond is we'll break down, um, basically put the combine, most of the combine stuff to bed, uh, at least the initial reactions to it uh, from a Pac-12 perspective, as well as covering all the latest and greatest from the world of college football. So join us tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. I'm Chris Landry. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.